Welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Sequel Q&A. My name's Doug. So the next sequel that we're covering is Vacancy 2, the first cut. And it's one of those sequels me and Jamie didn't know much about. We came across it on a list. I haven't watched the whole movie yet, but the reason I do love the movie because it led us to this week's guest, actress, final girl, Agnes Bruckner. Man, I love talking to Agnes. We're about the same age. Uh, we have two kids that are around the same age. And uh, it was just an interesting perspective to hear about you know, her journey, not just through you know her acting career. You know, she had a great acting career. From a young age, she's on, she's doing modeling, then she's doing Bold and the Beautiful, and then just look at her IMDb, she's always working, uh, you know, and then she's in some big movies like Glass House, Murder by Numbers, but also her journey, we talked about her as just a person, you know, as Agnes, so it was, it was a pretty cool, deep conversation, and then it was great talking about the acting side, um, talking to her about, you know, her, her love of playing horror and horror. And then also the tall tash that she had, but she nailed, you know, playing Anna Nicole Smith, which uh, it was something that she didn't even want to do. But after a while, you know, they wanted her so bad lifetime. She finally, she finally said, yeah. And uh, so cool. Some cool experiences from that. And, uh, you know, she's what she's up to now. And, uh, you know, really talking about, I love most of the time when I ask the questions at the end, you know, things from set that you keep, but I love to ask an actors, what would be like a dream role? And man, she wants to play a badass uh, action star, like an Angelina Jolie. And I hope she gets that, man. I love Agnes. She was great. So do me a favor. If you're new here, welcome if you've been here before, oh man, I love what you do with your hair. It looks it looks fabulous. Please like, subscribe, follow, share, all that good stuff on all social media platforms. Also on YouTube, that'd be great. And uh, yeah, so without further ado, here is actress Agnes Bruckner. I was born and raised in Hollywood, but um, I after having my son, um, I actually got pregnant in Hawaii and then went back to LA to have my son. And then I was like, you know what? When he was around like one years old, I was like, I don't know about this. Like, <laughs> it's not like the best place to raise kids. Yeah. There's just nothing to do. And it was like concrete jungle. Like we lived right in Hollywood. So it was like super like just homeless people everywhere and dirty. And I was like, you know what? This is not the place. So we came back and I don't know if I'm going to live here forever, yeah. but definitely for now <laughs> that's pretty cool no that's cool that's wild you live it your story again imdb and things like that are never right so your parents are immigrants and they went to la like that's where they came from hungary yes wow so my yeah so my dad's hungarian my mom's russian okay um and they met uh they met on uh they met on a bus <laughs> in hungary and you know, fell in love and all that. And then um, they had to escape because it was, you know, the times it was yeah. fucking crazy over there. So they escaped through an Italian refugee camp. <laughs> and from there, they asked, this is the story my mom tells me. I don't know how true this is, but she, <laughs> they asked her, where do you want to go to uh, California or to New York? And she was like, where's Disneyland? And so that's how we ended up in California. Wow, look at that. The New York or that story is. That, well, you know, it's funny. That's like the same. And it's funny that you went into that 
career of Hollywood because you obviously grew up there. But that's like the old adage in like the 70s and 80s, like actors who weren't from New York or L.A. They had to make their decision. Like, do I go to New York and try the Broadway thing and maybe something's shooting there or do I go to L.A.? That's funny that they gave somebody yeah. that was coming here those two choices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was meant to be. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I, you know, it, California was a lot, or I don't want to say California, like Los Angeles area where I grew up, like, cause we moved all over, like my, my, uh, parents bought houses and flipped them and then we like would move and that's how we kind of, um, stayed afloat. Yeah. Um, so we lived all over, like total gypsy style. And it was so different back in the day. And now it's just, I don't know. It just got so, so shitty. Yeah. It was like horrible the last time I went. So I'm like, you know what? And New York is too busy for me. New York is like, I go there and it's, it's just, it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. It's like, there's so, so much going on. So many people like fucking, you can't see the sky. There's so many buildings. Yeah. The cars constantly zipping by. It's like it's fun for like a little while, maybe like a weekend. Yeah. But to live there, like I, I couldn't do it. I'm, I'm too much of like an empath when it comes to like picking up on energy and shit. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, I would go crazy. Yeah, just the vibe. I, 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 I'm in Jersey. I grew up in Jersey, and I, I work in New York, but I only have to go like four times a year, which is awesome. So I don't have to do that yeah. commute. But I remember when I did work there. Yeah, it's definitely like. uh it changes you because they're so so busy. Everything's delayed. You got to take the train. Everybody's miserable. So I feel. Oh like my god! That. Fuck the train! I was so terrified to take oh the fucking train. I literally would be like anything. Like, but cabs are expensive, yeah. and I don't know how it is now. If there's Ubers or what, but it was just like it was so crazy. Like it's it's such a fast paced lifestyle, yeah. and it's the. I mean, have you been to Hawaii? No, no, I want to. I bet you it's the complete opposite. It's, it's the complete, nice. I mean, it's like, and it's so funny because California is like total middle ground. It's like, you can be like kind of fast, but there's also like a slow, you know, vibe to it. Whereas like Hawaii is just like, I mean, I was, I grew up, you know, driving the 405 traffic jam, like fucking cursing people out, <laughs> like mad all the time at everything. And then I moved to Hawaii and it's like one, we live on Kauai. So it's like one main road that goes like, it doesn't go all the way around the island, but it goes like all the way from where we are west side all the way up to the north shore and it's literally like the fastest you could go is like 45 or 50 wow. like you can't you know what i mean so from that to this it was like it was actually nice though because now that i'm in the in the like relaxed mode it's like you know now i like go back to la and i'm like what the fuck is it <laughs> chill out like you'll get there you know it's like totally changed me no it's true we moved to portland oregon for a few years me and my wife and uh we are very laid back for New Jersey. People don't even like, they think I'm from like California, just my voice and the way I talk. Yeah. But uh, even us, cause we're <laughs> slow paced, like mellow. And I remember people be like, yeah. Whoa, you guys are a little aggressive. And we're like, Oh man, you should meet <laughs> some of the other people that we know. But, uh, but uh, you know, it, it's, it, it was interesting reading that, that you grew up there. So at like what point growing up, you know, you said your parent, you're moving around, flipping houses. Yeah. At, at what point were you, what was it first modeling? Did you model first or was it going right into commercials? Yeah. So it's funny you mentioned Portland, Oregon. So we lived at Port in Portland at one point. Really? Too. So when I nice. was, yes, we lived in Gresham. Oh, okay, cool. Um, That's uh, yeah. We lived not far from Gresham. Like we lived and it's funny. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it was like back then, but I, growing up in New Jersey and, and like, like you grew up in LA, if somebody goes in Hawaii and they go, Oh, 
you know, I, I don't go near that neighborhood. And you're like, okay, I grew up in LA, yeah. <laughs> like from Jersey, like the town next to me was like so rough growing up. Uh, so I remember yeah. in Portland, people were like, Hey man, watch out in Gresham. And it was like, maybe a little rough, but I'm like, Oh, that's totally fine. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's cool. Gresham's a cool area. Yeah, it was, I was super young when we lived there. So I was, so we, I was, I was born in LA in Hollywood. And then I think I was like, I don't even know, like maybe five or six, we moved up to, to Portland and, um, God, it's been so long since I've talked about this, but I think my mom's best friend at the time had like a daughter that did like modeling or something. And my mom, uh, like decided to, you know, try it out with me or whatever. And so I did, I did modeling for like, like a little while. Um, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. I've like never, I never, in it, cause it's just like I was good at it. Like I'm good at, you know, like striking a pose and like all that shit. Like once you learn your angles, like I feel like you can do that super easily. Like yeah. I have, I have cousins that would like, I'd be at like house parties and my cousins would be like, Agnes, can you please show us how you do that face? Like molding <laughs> face, like how do you do it? Like, how do you put your lips like that? And I'm just like, guys, like, just don't overthink it. You know, it's like, I just, I don't know. I have a gift, but um, it's so <laughs> stupid. But yeah, I just never, it was never like, exciting enough for me, I guess. Um, and then I did a competition called, fuck, what was it called? IMTA. IMTA, I think. And um, it was down here in California. So we came back down and I won like the all around or whatever, like big prize that you can get. And I got my first manager there nice. um, that signed us. And and then that was it. And then it was, it took like no time. I got, I, I, my first job was a soap opera. Yeah. That's crazy. Right out of the gate. The, did you do right out of the gate? Any, or did, did you do any, when you got the manager, did they do any acting classes or did you do anything like that before? No. Wow, um, that's awesome. No. Yeah. It was, I mean, honestly being on that soap opera was like an acting oh, class. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, it was, I mean, I was like memorizing like, 20 pages of dialogue where it's like, you know, soap operas, they just talk and talk and talk and talk. Um, but yeah, I was like memorizing. That's where I got my memorization. Um, working with other actors, different directors. Like it was like a full on like acting class. Um, and it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, my mom pulled me from it after like a year and a half because she was like, you know, my daughter's going to be a superstar and, you know, you can't stay on a soap opera for that. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Like everybody, the cast members, everybody was older than me, like really older than me, but they were all so sweet. Like, um, yeah, it was, it was a great experience. And then, yeah. And then we left and started like auditioning and doing that whole shit. But it was so different back then. Like you actually went into the room oh, and like, yeah, met with yeah. people and audition. And now it's like, everything's like, like this, you know, it's like, but you're putting yourself on tape and you're meeting people through the phone. And it was just, it was so different back in the day. I wish we could go back to that. <laughs> so how'd they write you off the show when your mom, when you guys, oh my God. are you still alive in the show? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. So she's still, the, I, the character is still alive. I think what they did was they aged her. Oh, like, okay. She grew up, she grew up like five years, like all of a sudden or something like that. If I remember correctly, but, um, Bridget Forrester was my character name. Um, and I really, honestly, like, there's been times where I'm like, I, I would, I wouldn't mind going back. To yeah. Soap like, you could it, be you know like, the, I mean? like so... the, the other girl took over your life or something. That'd be, they yeah. would write that in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I, I've like seriously thought about it because it's just, 
it was just, it was fun work. It was, you know, it was, a, it was hard. It was hard work, but it was just so like fun and there and simple. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't complicated. Maybe I was young and I don't remember and it yeah. was a shit show, but I'm pretty sure it was great. No, cause it's so rigorous. Like I talked to like Kevin Spiritus who was on, what show was he on? Him, like so many people I've talked to that are on soaps and some did it in yeah. the middle of their career, but to do it in the beginning, that's like, like you said, it's like a boot camp because it's like the, Hey, we want our, right. Cause summer's off, right. Wasn't it summer's off? Yeah. And it was like yeah. really quick shooting, like not a million yeah. takes because everybody was like, all right, let's get it done. And uh, yeah, it was exactly. like a well yeah. machine. It was just, yeah, it was, it was so simple. It was very simple. And it was just like, you know, you, you, you learned your lines and you went to work and then it was like you, you know, but it was. I mean, I think I actually, the, the only thing that I didn't like about it and everybody had to do it was the body makeup. Body Holy makeup? Shit. They had, oh yeah, like they're, they're, they had like full on rooms. I remember even I was 11 when I did that and I was head to toe body makeup. Like if you wore a dress or anything that showed like skin, I don't know if they still do it, but back in my day, um, <laughs> you went into this like area and they had these huge sponges, you know, those like sea sponges that you yeah, can yeah, get yeah. to like bathe with. So they had those huge sponges and then just like these huge bottles of like, it looked like paint, but it was like body makeup. Maybe it was paint. Wow. And they just like, just, yeah. And they just fricking patted you down. And it was so cool. It was like, I mean, <laughs> I liked it cause it was, you know, I was young and it was like fun or whatever, but yeah. That yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. That's the only thing that I, I don't know nowadays if they do anymore, but I'm curious to see. If well, they, they always do. look so tan on those shows. <laughs> they always look the same, so maybe that's why they do it because they shoot. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't know, but that's yeah. that's cool that your mom was looking out for you. You know, because you never know. Like you could have been on that. They kind of wrote you off anyway. But then from there, it's it's cool that she was in your corner uh, because then you were on so yeah, many no, shows right sure. after that. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, um, I don't mind that she took me off. I think my dad was like more pissed off because he was like, dude, she's happy. We're getting money. <laughs> like, you know, and I could have stayed, I think I could have stayed for like, you know, forever if I really, you know, wanted to. Yeah. Um, but, or at least, you know, for a lot longer than that. But um, no, it was cool though, because then it was like, you know, I got into like um, guest stars yeah. and um, yeah, it was, I think what was my, my, cousin just sent me a screenshot of my first movie that i did oh my god and now i'm like was that glass house like the first movie you did the Gla glass house was the first big movie that i did um the shrunken city oh i see that on here yeah bro. from 98 the shrunken city <laughs> that was <laughs> oh my god that was yeah we shot that in romania and that's actually, we went back, I well, not for that movie, but I went back for Blood and Chocolate and we shot that there too. But it was in Romania and it was like such a big deal. I remember like my mom, we're still friends, me and Michael Malota from the movie and his oh, mom cool. and my mom are still really good friends. Yeah. Who did that movie? Um, was that Full Moon? I don't even remember. I was going by the, the director, Ted Nicolai. He does a lot for like Full Moon. Yeah, I, I th it sounds familiar. Yeah, Ted, he was so sweet. Oh my God, it couldn't have been a better first like movie experience like it was so cuckoo and weird but it was so fun like we got to like work at um like these um not dumps but these like places where just like there would be like these mountains of like tires oh, and wow. just rubbish that people throw out and we were kids like climbing shit and you know we had to like find this fucking thing in the in the in the mess and oh my god it was the best time ever um 
but yeah, it was, it was cool. It, it, the soap was good. And I think, you know, I wouldn't be mad if I was still on it, but I'm, you know, I'm not mad that my mom pulled me from it. Yeah. No, it was full moon, but it might've yeah. been under somebody else. Cause there's like three production companies, but for like four years, full moon does all like mostly just horror. But then in like four years, yeah. I have one around here somewhere behind me, but, but it's like, uh, they did family movies. It was called, they, they went under the name full beam entertainment but because i know whenever i think romania i'm sure other people shot there back then but most oh, yeah. romanian movies were like full moon or like <laughs> the ones that wanted to save a few few bucks going over there but that's pretty awesome that that young you get to travel into europe at that age you know yep i we did it was i went with my mom and uh, michael and his mom we all traveled together and I remember listening to um I was I was really into like hip hop and rap at the time and I was listening to like I think it was I don't know if I don't I don't I don't want to say cuz I don't even like remember but I totally remember just like listening to rap and Michael was like what do you listen to and he was like the Sublime kid oh, like nice. into Sublime and fucking shit like that so he'd be like can't believe you're fucking listening to that shit. Like, <laughs> we wasn't talking like that. We were yeah, young, yeah. but he was like, oh, that's so not cool. Like, rap sucks. <laughs> I was like, okay. But yeah, good times. Probably Eminem ish. Because sure. we're about the same age, like Eminem ish, like that era, like Jay Z, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm i pretty sure it was um, uh, P. Diddy's or. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what it was called back I think then. It was, but, I think um, it was Puff that, Daddy back then. Yeah. Puff Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Puff Daddy's, um, that big album, I forget what it was called. It was like a black, I remember black, like cover on it. Um, I forget what it's called, but anyway, yeah, that's what I was listening to when I was flying over to Romania to do my first movie. That's all, Was that during, uh, Bold and the Beautiful or is that just before? Um, that was. Was that after? No, it's like right around the same time. Maybe an IMDb is never right. Oh, no, no. It's probably during because it has you on Bold and Beautiful with 97 and 99 and Shrunken City came out in 98. So maybe it was like a summer. Yeah, maybe. I don't even over. remember. Um, yeah, I don't even remember. But yeah, it was it was somewhere around there. I mean, that was like, yeah, those years were such a blur. Yeah. Well, you're <laughs> like, busy, especially as yeah. a young kid. You're going through. My wife's a middle school teacher, so you're going through all these changes and everything. And then. Uh, yeah. And, and you're busy. So you had like the Fugitive. You're on Pack Blue, which I used to love watching as a kid. Uh, and then like yeah. 2001, like you said, that's a big movie, The Glass House. Like that's. Yeah, huge. that was that was I remember auditioning for that in. um we auditioned at in Venice Beach, or was it Marina Marina del Rey, Venice Beach, somewhere over there. Um, and I remember them just telling me to what like wear uh, platforms, like sh- high heels, because uh, Lily Sobieski's like fucking six two. She's uh. like so tall and beautiful. <laughs> so they were like, just wear high heels. And I'm already I'm five eight, so I was like I'm, I wasn't really worried about it. But I just remember wearing these like big clunky like um, like huge shoes to the audition. And uh, I'm pretty sure I saw Mandy. Mandy Moore was there. She was auditioning as well. Um, Yeah. And there was like, it was, but it was like Mandy Moore. She just, I remember seeing her and I was like, aren't you a singer? Because she came out as like singing first. And then she was at this audition. I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) But no, that was, yeah. So yeah, we auditioned for that. And um, it was really, that was really fun. It was silly. It was fun. It was fast. It wasn't like too much work. Yeah. But um. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a big deal. It was like, okay, now we're getting into like big, you know, production movies. Like I remember 
we had a chair on set. Wow, that's cool. You can have like, yeah, and like you could have like coffee and tea and they had like the craft service and I was like, holy shit, I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even, I, and I, um, cause Rita Wilson was in that if I don't, right? Rita Wilson, I'm pretty sure was in that. That's pretty rad. Was Tom Hanks hanging out? Um, no, so he never, but she, she was it. I think she was, I'm pretty sure she was. Um, but no, I, or she visited the set or something. I don't even remember. It was so long ago. I think I was like, what, 14 or something, 15, 14. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was pretty, it was a pretty cool, like first big movie for sure. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. Like no matter when you get any of those roles, but when it's early on, it just gives you that momentum. Still you're a kid, no fear. So it's not somebody that's, you know, just starting like later, but uh, that's, that's monster. And then right after that, what was pretty cool is a lot of the stuff you were in, you're like multiple episodes, like 24 alias was like a two parter, but another huge movie, like the next year, murder by numbers. So it's pretty cool yeah. to have those back-to-back years. You have uh, pretty big movies. Yeah, it was, um, it was, man, I miss, I, I, you know, when you're that, when I was, that, you're that young, I was that young. It was, um, it was really rough because I, so I was modeling for like most of my childhood. And then my mom is like super Russian and super strict. So it was like, you know, I could never really go to my friends' houses. We moved so much that I didn't really ever go to school. Um, so I didn't really have that sense of like, you know, like friends and hanging out and having fun and growing up and like doing this and doing that. But I would hear it from other people, from my cousins, yeah. from, you know, friends or people at school or whatever. And I'd be like, man, I'm missing out at life. And so all of that, the whole, all those years we were like, you know, me and my mom in a car you know, going to some audition, coming from an audition, going to a meeting, changing agents, like doing all this crazy stuff that normal kids don't do. Yeah. And I just remember being like, man, I just want to be normal. I want to be normal. I want to be normal. And um, yeah, so it was kind of, it was, it was weird. I really enjoyed it because I was good at it. Um, and it was, you know, it was exciting. But at the same time, I was like, you know, I, I want to like, I remember for some reason, I think it was my... Um, my mom's good friend's son, Henry, he had his homecoming and I didn't even know what that was, <laughs> but I like, you know, it was like, oh, you get a dress and he takes you here and you get like a thing on your fucking wrist. And I was like, oh my God, I'm missing this. <laughs> like it was such a big deal to me. Yeah. So yeah, I remember actually, I think I did go to his, he invited me to his oh, own homecoming awesome. and I went with him. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? Like that was it was such a big deal because you know you're a kid and that kind of crap is exciting to you but yeah all, but and then at the same time you're on set with like sandra bullock yeah. ryan gosling and you're just sitting there like holy shit like i'm doing this movie you know so it was really it's such a weird that's why we're all fucking actors are all crazy yeah i swear no. to god because it's like you know what i mean it's like the stuff that we do is like so weird like yes child bizarre. especially as a child because when you're a child you're like that's all you know when you start that young. Like I yeah. talked to a couple of people that have been acting since they were on like my three sons in like the sixties. This guy Stanley Livingston, like he acted his brother. Then he stopped acting because he got to the point when he was like twenties. I don't want to do this anymore. His brother's still acting. His yeah. brother's got to be like seventy something and hasn't stopped since then. And it's just one of those things. That, and then you have to the weird transition. So even if you were on <laughs> uh, Bold and the Beautiful. And you got to this point, it would have been like, how do you get that transition from the girl we know to the, to the woman? Cause that's what happens to a lot of child actors. Like, what are we going to do with you now? It's like, well, 
I'm still a person. I can still play things. Yeah. But we view you as the 13 year old, like Macaulay Culkin went through. Yeah. And, and, you know, for me, it was even harder because I was always called like an old soul. You're such an old soul. You're such an old soul. Like I was always, I don't know. I think because of my mom and how we were raised, um, mixed with just doing like, you know, working at such a young age, I grew up so fast and I could like hold a conversation. Like I was hanging out on bold and beautiful with like 50, 60 year olds, like every day, like chit chatting, you know what I mean? It's like, so I grew up so fast. And I think that all the roles that were like high school and, you know, college and like, you know, teeny bopper movies, they wanted like, like really, you know, teeny boppy kids like that i would come in and i'd be like so and they'd be like you know they want somebody that's like oh my god hi yeah, yeah. like <laughs> i'm here this is so exciting and i could never do i was never that type of person so i would go in to be like you know you're such an old soul like i don't know how many times i heard this <laughs> and it was really hard and then once i and that was like you know when i was 15 16 like i never got those teeny bopper things ever yeah and then you know, as I got older and older, it always kept like changing to the next age. It would be like, okay, now I'm 21. Now I can do the teeny boppy stuff. Right. Cause I, you know, yeah. it'd be like, no, you're, you're, you're too, you're, you have to wait now until you're 35 when you're like, you know, opposite, like, you know, whoever. And I'm just like, are, am I ever going to have a chance Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, doing my age stuff? So, you know, I was always playing older. I was always like, you know, doing dramatic, like drama stuff because, you know, I could like tap into that easily, but yeah, it's such a wild ride, man. It's it's yeah, going through that, especially when you're like going through puberty at the same time. It's it's so and a girl and I think it's I don't know maybe it is tough for guys. No, no, I hear no, I understand. There's a lot more going on in a woman's. No, I get it. And you know, it's funny. I've been called an old soul and saving my wife, and I think it's people that go through like hardships as a kid, like you know, yeah. like yeah. yeah. So it makes you like grow yeah. up so fast, and you. Yeah. like realize things a lot younger you're like oh man things things aren't good here <laughs> like you know yeah. and people other kids are like my parents love each other it's like i don't know if that is really the case <laughs> yeah and that's exactly it's so funny because uh right around murder by numbers so I, I left murder by numbers set the last day and i flew to dayton ohio to do blue car oh, nice. and that was like crazy because my parents were separating like right around murder by numbers i was i know i was 15 for sure and they were separating and i was like just like that like growing up you know going to school and talking to like i would talk to my friends and they'd be like oh yeah my parents have been separated my parents aren't together and i'd be like it's never gonna happen to me my parents are never gonna separate (laughs) and then they fucking separated and i was like what the fuck and he he my dad moved back to hungary wow so it wasn't like i got to see him and stuff yeah so it was and i was really i was like a daddy's girl growing up like i was always like you know closer to him or you know it was a better relationship um but yeah, so we flew to Dayton, Ohio, and I just remember like that movie was just full on a therapy. Like the whole thing was just a therapy session. Like everything came out in that movie. Like all my feelings, all my tears, like fears, everything. It was crazy. Um And that's a drama. It was a know, drama. Yeah, oh, so cool. Blue Car was yeah, it was a super dramatic. It was like wow. a coming of age story um of this like student who gets involved with her like main teacher basically. Um and he was played by uh Davis Chathairn and 
it was just like, I mean, it was full on like therapy session for me. It was so crazy. But that movie like really, that's the, that's the like year after Murder by Numbers and Blue Car. I was like, okay, this is really what I want to do for myself. It wasn't just like my mom pushing me anymore, but yeah, it was, that was crazy times. Yeah. Crazy times. And then you're like, you know, as bad as the situation it is for your career, you know, it's something you could like tap into and it's, uh. Yeah, because from there, you like like I mentioned before, like twenty four, you're on for five episodes, which is rad, and like all, all those years, yeah, you're always working. T- <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was, I was fortunate and lucky enough to always, I was like always a working actor. I was really, um, I never, I didn't notice it at the time, but as I would talk to people when I got older, they'd be like, "Man, you're like a working actor. You like constantly doing stuff." And I was really fortunate, but I was twenty four. Was actually, I remember going to that audition. I knew. I knew how big the show was. I didn't watch it. Yeah. I still have to this day not watched one episode of 24. Not even your own? Do you watch your know. stuff? I, um, sometimes. Wow, okay, like, cool. Yeah, I really don't like... Um, I don't think I watched... Or I might have seen... I hate watching myself because I just nitpick myself. Oh, like yeah, crazy. I bet, yeah. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> like really... I'm really bad with that. So not... Nowadays, maybe I wouldn't be as bad. I would, I just kind of like laugh at myself. But back then, it would be like, oh my god, what was I, what was I thinking? What's that <laughs> hair? What's that outfit? Like just horrible. So, but I just remember knowing it was like a huge show, and I went in, and I remember sitting there, and there was like this big like emotional scene, and I just remember fucking killing it, and I was like, if I don't get this, I swear to God, I don't even know. Like that was that was the best performance of my life, and they called me, and I was so freaking excited because it was just i mean it was huge at the time yeah. like it's still huge oh. people it's like you know people like went crazy for it and that's all he does so, now yeah, all the was... keeper shows now are like because he was kind of typecasted from that because how good he was every show it's like yeah Man, we need Kiefer to play this sort of role again even designated survivor yeah. he had like these weird elements in that he's just a normal guy but he's like somehow getting out of these like situations that no like you know speaker of the house would be able to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's you know that happens and i yeah. i didn't actually i didn't actually mind like i was you know i was always good at drama and i wanted to do drama and then actually when i started doing horror movies too like what was my first horror movie or like scary movie venom yeah there's venom i don't venom? know was the woods a horror movie too that was the next year yeah well yeah um yeah the woods was like the woods was like it's definitely like a thriller horror but it was like it's kind of like a strange I don't know, Lucky McKee, he's like a really, um, he's different. Like it wasn't, you know, just like a slasher, like, you know, like a scary, it was like, you know, it was deeper than that, I felt like. But yeah, I didn't even, when they were, because back then people were really, really scared to be like typecasted, especially into horror movies because, you know, you don't want, you don't want to be like the screen queen. And I would be thinking at the time, like, why? Like, that's so cool, you know, like, and, and horror movies are fucking hard. Like they're harder to do than like any other work I've ever done yeah. in the cold all the time. Cause it's always at nighttime, night shoots, fake blood, fucking screaming your, your lungs out, like losing your voice every fucking, like it was, Venom was really, really rough. Like that was a crazy, crazy shoot. It was really, really hard. Um, it was a lot of fun, but it was definitely like crazy. And then vacancy, vacancy too, too. It was like, I think, a three-week shoot or two-week shoot or I don't know I don't remember exactly but I know that like for it was like night shoots for like 11 or 12 days it was crazy um you know coming home and it's like sun out and you're going to sleep and then (laughs) 
going to work and your body and like what it does to you. It was so strange, but I, I, yeah, I didn't mind it at all. I don't think like I shied away from like wanting to be scream queen. <laughs> it was so, but back in the day, back in the day in Hollywood, it was like, oh my God, if you do that, like you're never going to win an Oscar. You're never going to get nominated. You're like going to go down, you know, that fucking horror movie path. And now it's like it, that people don't even, I don't even think people think like that, you know, anymore. It's so different. Yeah. No, I think some people, th- some people were like, I want to avoid it. And other people would be like, maybe I can be Jamie Lee Curtis or maybe I could be Kevin Bacon, yeah. you know, but it was, yeah. But- or- it sometimes it just didn't or even crispin glover there's so many ones that go against the rule but then there's other people you're like why weren't they in more like there's so many people yeah. that you're like why not but maybe that was the case like heather leggenkamp from uh, uh nightmare on elm street like she was on a big show uh in the 80s but then after that maybe she just didn't want to act anymore but she was like so good another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, no, I was, I remember when I did Venom, the, uh, director who um i was not like super fond of we didn't really get along that well um but i remember i was doing some kind of like some shot and i i was i just came out of like a a water like i don't i forget like i think i came out of like a fucking pond or something (laughs) like that and i was like soaking wet and he was just like he looked at the frame and he was like oh my god you look so much like sigourney weaver right now like in aliens and i was like Uh what like that was like the biggest compliment you could give me i was like that is so badass because you know like i always i've always been drawn to like strong um like female like actors and actress you know to like always like like angelina jolie i was like obsessed after girl interrupted i like watched that movie every day and before every audition because i just wanted to like be her you know like she was just so cool um and tough and like gritty and not like always super pretty you know what i mean because for me it's like when you're that that pretty thing is just boring you know what i mean like you could be pretty and blah 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 but there's something about being like a badass or like an action star like doing like you know like sigourney weaver and alien like she's so fucking cool you know yeah it's real Um, you you feel like it's real it's not like a facade you're like man she's really badass you know yeah no it's cool and it's just like you know it's and, and a lot of you know maybe she's not like Maybe she, you know, had like stunt people do her stuff or whatever. But for some reason, like, so, like if you look at Angelina Jolie, she's a fucking twig. You know, she's yeah. so skinny. She has like she has big boobs, but like other than that, she's a twig. And you're like, if it, if it was anybody else like that skinny, you'd be like, oh, what is she gonna do? <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, yeah, she's really gonna fucking do that. But for some reason, they have her and Sigourney Weaver both have that like you just believe them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they are like badass. And I, I love that. Cause I, I watch a lot of these like other, you know, movies where it's like a badass role or, you know, they're like kicking up, beating up somebody. And I'm like looking at the actress, like, Oh my God, are you serious? Like, <laughs> the, this, I just, I can't get into it. Cause I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't believe All that right. you could do that, but I, I, sure. I only talked sure. to like a few people 
Uh, so this is like a one-off story, but Sigourney Weaver, when she was filming in Ghostbusters, I interviewed one of the special effects guys that was in the chair. Like when the creature grabs her, like the dog and yeah. then brings her into the kitchen. So they did a take and the Ivan Reitman said like, Oh, we want to do it a little bit harder. Is that okay? Sigourney. And she went to the guy, Steve and was like, Steve, do it as hard as you need to. And he like hit her in the, and she's like, do it again harder for the next take and that's why it looks like so realistic like it really looks like that hand is like really like grabbing her face but no she seems pretty bad yeah that's awesome you know yeah no that's that's so cool like when you really like get into it like that like that's the best you know it's it's i've worked with actors that are like that that are like you know let's go for it and then i've worked with actors who are just like yeah, you know, yeah. I, I just, you know, like, it's not, you know, it's not, they don't, they don't like, it's not, they don't get gritty with it. And, you know, it's, that's the cool thing about my career. I, I have to say is like, I never, there was definitely way more like, you know, cool experiences and cool actors that I've worked with compared to the ones that were like kind of shitty, but um, yeah, it's, and, and that's, you know, changing the different genres too. It's like, I've never really done comedy. Yeah. Um, because I was always afraid. I was like, I don't know if I'm funny. Um, and, you know, like the timing and stuff. And there's also like different types. Like there's, you know, like, you know, like slapstick comedy, like just crazy out there, like whatever. And then there's like, you know, comedies, like, you know, romantic comedy and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think I would definitely like, you know, like to do that too. But I think action movies and stuff. I, I think I was just thinking about this the other night. I was like, we need like an action star chick. Me, of course. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> to like, to like do that. You know what I mean? I just watched, um, what's his name? Sylvester Stallone's documentary. Have you seen it? Oh, it I didn't watch it. Was it good? It was so good. Yeah. And I was just like, man, nice. like that guy. Cause I, I never really, you know, I was more like an Arnie fan. I was, did you watch his documentary? Isn't it funny? They both have, they've had that rivalry and Arnold's comes (laughs) out like a month before. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, Arnold's was great too. And I, I love him because my dad actually like looks like if you took Arnold Schwarzenegger and John Travolta and they had a baby, (laughs) that's what my dad looks like. Really? That's And so, yeah. So I've always like, I've always liked Arnold and I just, I just love him. He's such a like. He's just so fucking crazy, but he he he's gotten so much out of life and oh, he's yeah. done so many different things. It's like insane. So I really respect both of them. But no, the Sylvester one's really good because cool. he I mean, he like wrote and directed and produced and just like did everything. And he made his own he made his own thing, you know, which is so cool. And I was just like. I was like having a cigarette and I was just like, man, <laughs> like I need to like I wish I was more because I'm not. I always said this, like people would be like, oh, do you want to direct? Do you want to produce? And I'd be like, "Eh, no, I want to be an actor. Like, I've never really had the bug to like direct or like produce or write. Like, I'm a I'm a decent writer, but I don't think that's my thing. You know, it's like not my calling. And I don't know. I've always just been like, I'm going to do the acting thing. Like if I win an Oscar one day for acting, then, you know, maybe I'll think about doing some other (laughs) shit. But you know what I mean? I, I just want to focus on that. Like, I'm just old school like that. Now it's like actresses and actors have like a skincare line and a fucking production Goop. company yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a clothing brand yeah. and fucking this and that and they're on a charity and it's like man what happens to just like you're an actor you act and you know what i mean like stay yeah. in your lane kind of thing i don't know no i know i know i know what you're saying but no stallone yeah he's one of those guys like he i'm not saying he wouldn't have made it afterwards but if he would have took 
the money for a script and not said, Hey, yeah. I'm all, I want to star in it. You never know. Yeah. Like what could happen after that? Would he have gotten like the movies right after like Nighthawk and a bunch of the movies that right. Rambo would that have ever happened if it wasn't for Rocky? I don't know, but man, he's yeah. yeah. His story's pretty cool. It's a really good documentary. It's a it. really, really good one. They've been, yeah, I've been, that's what I've been watching recently because I just can't watch like the only like kind of new shows that I could like handle were like Yellowstone. I love Yellowstone. Oh, cool. nice. I'm actually re rewatching that now. Um, but like Game of Thrones and then like Peaky Blinders. Nice. <laughs> I have like five shows on deck that I just constantly like I finish one and I go to the next <sighs> one and I go to the next one because I try watching new shows and I just can't like even new movies. I feel like it's just like, man, it's just gotten so weird out there. Yeah. It's gotten so weird out there, like politic politic politically correct stuff and you know, just all this crazy shit, like people getting like you know, put in movies just because they're famous off of like oh, I know. Instagram yeah. or, or dating somebody. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's I go back to my old shows because, yeah, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> and there's a lot of shows and movies that I never saw. So it's great when you have like apps like Tubi and Pluto that are free because they owe, they get like yeah. the free rights to all these like random 80 mo 80s movies I've never seen. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. I mean, I that's, that's a whole, I mean, it's just changed so much. I, I remember I auditioned for um, Vin Diesel. What's Vin Diesel's movie? Not Pitch Black, but the next like series. Oh, Chronicles the Riddick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I auditioned for Chronicles of Riddick when I was in New York. Actually, I was filming a movie called Rick uh, with Bill Pullman. Oh, sweet. And yeah, and I auditioned for the Chronicles of Riddick, and it was like a huge deal because Pitch Black did so well, and it was like, oh my God, Vin Diesel, he's the next star, and blah blah blah, and all this stuff. And I auditioned, and I think I was too young at the time. Um, I was really like young. I don't think it. I think that was like a big factor. But um, then he like that series, like it never even went to a series because it was like I think if you signed the deal, it was like a four part, four movie part thing. Wow. Um, but then what was his next one? It was. Um, um, Riddick. It was just called Riddick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at this time, yeah, and at this time I was, like, older. I was, like, <laughs> around, like, I don't know, I want to say, like, 22, 23, maybe 24. And, you know, I was, at, at this point, I'm like, okay, I, Laura Croft came out with Angelina Jolie. I want to be a fucking action star. I need to get into these action movies. And um, I auditioned, and and it was great and it went great. I got great feedback, but they were like, you know what? Like Vin Diesel's really big on, um, social media right now. And I <laughs> oh didn't even know. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know what it was at the time. I was like, what? And they were like Twitter and da da da. I don't think Instagram even came out yet. It was like, Twitter was a big deal. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I, I don't understand. They were like, yeah, we're just, you know, we're, we're going to go with somebody that has like a big following. And it was, um, Katie's Katie Sackoff Sackoff. Oh, I've heard that name. Yeah. Katie. Yeah. She's, she comes from like some, um, sci-fi show that is huge. Um, but she had, she had this Twitter and she had like hundreds of thousands of followers. So I was like, are you serious? Yeah. So I literally went into the parking lot after that audition and I downloaded <laughs> this Twitter and I was like, what the fuck do you do? What like, is what is this? this? <laughs> what the fuck is this it was like so stupid to me i was like you just write shit and yeah. put it out there and people like like it 
And I had, I like, I had maybe, I don't know, 50 followers or something. And I was like, okay, I, I can't do this like social media <laughs> thing. Like, I don't know how to do it. And then I um, did a movie called Baytown Outlaws. And, oh my goodness, I can't remember her name now. Oh, um, Bri Bria, Brianne, something like that. Um, she, she did something and she was huge on social media. So we were in like this taxi one day going out or whatever during filming. And I was like, dude, can you help me with this? Like Twitter? I don't understand. And she was like, Oh, I got you girl. And she like tweeted out something on her page. And then all of a sudden it was just like, my phone was like, ding, 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 ding. And I was like, wow. Oh my There's God, a lot of people in that followers. movie. What was in it? Who was it? It wasn't uh, Eva Longoria, right? No, 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 no. Brie, something with a B. Brie, Brian, Brian. Oh, oh wow. That's so pretty, bad with Well, that's pretty names, nice dude. of her. Yeah, no, she was so sweet. She was like, oh, I got you. And she was like, fucking like tweeted it out. And I was like, that was it. I got like thousands of followers. And it was so cool. I was like, all right, I'm doing this. I still didn't know what the hell I was saying. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, I got this. Um, Yeah. So after, yeah, after that, God, Beat Town Outlaws. And then after that, I did, um, what the hell did I do? That was a big thing. Oh, the more recent, it was, or one of the more recent, like more recent, like seven years ago. Um, Once Upon a Time. Oh, yeah. The show for Disney. Very cool show, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was, and that's another show that I cannot tell you that I've watched one episode. Um, I definitely watched my episodes, yeah. but I wasn't like, my sister was obsessed. She was like, what, you're going to be on Once Upon a Time? I was like, yeah. She was like, oh my God, it's the greatest show. I watched every episode. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch mine too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch it twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then after that, that they actually, when I went into audition for that, the producers were like, they sat me down and they were like, all right, you know, you got the part and blah, blah, blah. Um, so now we're going to tell you who you're going to play. And it was Maleficent's daughter. Nice. Um, and this is like the, you know, backstory and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this is so cool. Like Maleficent is like, you know, that's so badass. And um, they were like, but we're warning you, like our fans are insane. So they might hate you. They might <laughs> love you. It all depends. We're just warning you. And then I was like, what are they? I mean, what are they talking about? And even just like during filming, we were filming in Vancouver they would have like this one guy that was in charge of like where the fans meet up like during sh filming. Oh my God. So he would like send, he would find out where we were working and like send out like this telegram to his fucking minions and they would all show up. And it was so crazy. Like I, I just couldn't believe it, like taking pictures and then, you know, to end up like somewhere on the internet and blah, blah, blah. But that was really insane. And then that, after that, like I had, you know, like the most followers and I still, <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with them now. I'm trying to get back into like, because I like Instagram. Instagram's yeah. not bad. It's like the one platform where I'm like, all right, it makes sense. You know, you could be like creative and like put pictures that you want. You can go back to the past and do like throwback stuff. You can post family if you want personal. It's like, but there's something to look at. You know what I yeah. mean? Twitter and or X, whatever it's called now, and fucking threads it's like it's so stupid to me i just don't get it i'm like what the fuck is the point of this shit like <laughs> but you're right that's the that's the thing now like they look for who has the most followers and they'll put them maybe even on the poster of an independent movie yeah and then yeah and then it's like you watch the movie they're barely in it or that's what they do with people like from the 80s and 90s but some people do it right like i've interviewed <laughs> i interviewed eric roberts and they use him great in movies i watch some movies he's in and one, he was only yeah. in it for 10 minutes, but it was like, 
oh my God, they used it perfectly. It was like five minutes in the beginning, five minutes in the end. And then basically it was pulling yeah. the strings for this whole thing throughout the movie. And you're like, wow, this is cool. There's like a strategy to it. One thing I wanted to ask you, because yeah, you yeah, mentioned yeah. horror before, like when you're yeah. in it, because obviously with the drama and horror, there's like a lot of emotions that are going on. So like in those horrors, oh, yeah. is that like traumatizing? Like in Vacancy 2, like the, the end of the movie, uh, which we're going to talk to uh, Eric, the director, I think soon too, uh, which is pretty cool. Oh, and he said how great. Eric yeah, he said he was. Re- he he said you were great when we reached out to him, and uh, it was pretty cool. The end scene, like that's got to be like a little traumatic. And then the guy getting lit on fire. Now, was that something? Was that you <laughs> that lit to do that scene or no? No. Um... Oh my god! I don't even remember what you're talking about. To be honest, I remember that. I remember that he gets on fire. But how did it happen again? With a lighter, it was like almost like a grill lighter. You threw like paint oh, thinner yeah, on yeah. him, but you couldn't see if it was you or not. I know most of the time they'll be like, "All right, we don't want to mess around with the you know the star of the movie just in case they get burnt in this thing." But yeah. uh, it was a pretty wild burn. But the reason I asked is because I've interviewed people that get killed in horror movies, but not ones that are like traumatized for that long throughout the movie. So I was just wondering like no. how hard it is to do that. Like emotionally. No. Yeah. I remember, I remember the guy now. I, Cause I remember like he, they had this like new technology or whatever, this new, like it was like a clear putty that he could put on. Um, and it was like, you know, it's cause they, I think he had a, he had some kind of a soup, but then I don't, I don't even remember, but yeah, it was like a big deal. Um, no, I don't, I don't ever get like traumatized or like how people, you know, like some people are like, Oh, it was so hard for me to leave that character or that, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm such a, I'm such a, like, I I'm so detached, you know what I mean? Like in, in the, in the moment, in the scene, I can be like totally in it. Um, but no, I mean, the only thing, the only movie I have to say, I think it was like Blue Car and Anna Nicole. Oh, I bet you Anna Nicole. Where, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because that was, Anna Nicole was trippy because it was like, it was, I, I'm so, I'm not like a girly girl. Like I can get up, I can get done up and I can fucking act the part. But in my real life, <laughs> people that know me, I'm like, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm just like a total tomboy. I wasn't when I was younger, but I'm a total tomboy. So I never, I've never worn fake eyelashes. Um, if I bought high heels, it was usually like a boot because <laughs> wearing normal high heels is like dangerous yeah. for me. Um, yeah. Like ex- hair, ex- like all of this shit that we did for the movie. And that's why I was, I turned the movie down. Like I think two or three times. Really? So because, what was that audition process? Oh, yeah. Like, was it like a long, cause when you're playing someone, it's like, all right, we have to find somebody that, resembles that person it's not like really like a usual open casting call right yeah no so it was they auditioned they auditioned a lot of people for it and then um i never i never auditioned so what happened was um there's i did a movie called the craigslist killer I i saw that on there i was gonna ask if that was the connection to that yeah so i did that with um and um it was sony and and um lifetime and Judith Verno, her name is, was the producer on the Craigslist Killer, and she contacted my my manager and was like, "There's this this part. It's Anna Nicole. It's for Lifetime. 
And Lifetime at the time was, you know, I mean, I don't know if it still is. I don't really think it is. But at the time, it was like not the best idea to do as an actor because you're like, you know, it's mostly cheesy stuff and whatever. So immediately in my mind, I'm like, Lifetime? <laughs> Cole, like, what? <laughs> like, why would I do what? Who even thought of me for this? You know, because I've never I've never perceived myself as like Anna Nicole, you know what I mean? Like this beautiful, blonde, gorgeous, whatever. Like, I've just never thought about myself like that. And so I was just totally taken aback. And I was like, absolutely not. Like before I even knew of anything, I was like, no. And then a couple days later, they came back and they were like, really, like Judith that you worked with, like really, really thinks that you'd be perfect. Like you have to just at least like talk to them. They're not going to be um, cheesy with it. They're going to make the movie like super real. They hired this director. Um, what's her name? Uh, Mary Mary Heron, and she did American um, American Psycho. American Psycho, right? American Psycho. Oh wow! Um, yeah, she directed American Psycho. She directed um, the Life of Betty Page, I believe it's called. Like, so she's a super strange, like you know, like not your typical like director that they're going to hire for a lifetime yeah. movie. So I was like, all right, this is sounding a little bit better. I was like, that sounds cool. Um, and they were like, yeah, just meet, you know, just meet with them and see and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God. So they were like, how about we just like do, you know, like a test run? Like, let's see. So they brought me in. I had brown hair at the time because I always change my hair color because I'm crazy like that. But they brought me in and I had brown hair, but I like did it up and I put on like, you know, makeup and I pushed my small boobies as far as they could go up and, um, I went in and I, I had an acting coach at the time that I would like use for like, you know, really important things to me or whatever. And so she worked with me and she was just like trying to get me out because I was just, you know, like just playing someone so, you know, like sexual and like, it was just so uncomfortable for me. <laughs> so she was just, come on, you can do it. You can do it. And so I think we put myself I, I went in, I did like three scenes or something like that. And they were like, okay, like, you know, now the next step is to meet with Mary, like just meet with her. So I, I went in and I met with her, um, also like done up and everything. But in, in the back of like all of this going on, I think I was already kind of hired. It was just kind of like this process because yeah. throughout the whole thing, it was like, I, I never seen another per you know what I mean? It yeah. was just like, so, um, I ended up getting it and I was so shocked. I was so shocked. Um, because I was just like, I was like, man, what if, first of all, what am I getting myself into? Cause I was terrified. I was petrified. I was like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could do this. I was so, and then I was just, as time went on, I was like, Agnes, like, remember, like when you're doing a movie, it's so slow doing a movie. Like you're just sitting around for like 75, 80% of the day, yeah. just waiting for lighting or to turn around or, you know, lunch or whatever. So I was like, you can do this. Like you take it one take at a time, you know, you can, you can do this, you can do this. And, and then that was it. And then I, I, <laughs> they were trying to figure out how to, cause so yeah, I was super flat chested. Like I've had two babies and my boobies have kind of stayed around, <laughs> which is nice. But I was like really flat chested when I got Anna Nicole. So the next step was like, how are we going to make her boobs big? Because obviously Anna's boobs were a huge part of her career. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a huge thing in her career. So yeah, we, we went in and they were like, oh, you know, let's try like push up bras and let's try this and this. And then we actually used... Um, Oh, it's such a shame I can't think of his name right now, but the guy who did the prosthetics did um like the first um prosthetic boobs and it was for 
like I want to say it was like for Tootsie for Dustin Hoffman. Oh, or really? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was something cool like that. And I was like, all right, all right. So they did, did like a mold of, you know, like my chest. And they had like these, it was like two separate boobs <laughs> that went on. And it was so trippy. I was like, this is crazy. But I remember the first day that, because we did camera testing and all that stuff. Because, you know, obviously there was like, we went through the, her whole life. Like, yeah. you know, three or four decades of just like when she was little to like, you know, Playboy and then this and this. So. It was really wild, but the first day that we did the camera testing and I had, like, the fake boobs on and, like, the hair extensions and the eyelashes and, oh, my goodness, it's, like, it was crazy, but I was, like, oh, my goodness, I, I think I could do this. Like, I just, I, I felt it, like, <laughs> coming out of me. I was, like, all right, like, because, you know, I was just so, I was so opposite of, that, opposite of that, so it was just, it was super trippy to, like, actually like step into her shoes and knowing that she was like somebody like real, like I was playing a person that actually existed, you know? Yeah. And looking in the mirror probably for yeah. the first time. And you're like, Oh my God, this looks, I look totally different. Yeah. This is something was, that I never imagined myself being, you know? Yeah. No, Todd McIntosh and um, David, they did my hair um, and makeup. No, sorry. My makeup. Um, Todd is like crazy. If you look them up, they've done like a bunch of stuff together. Oh, cool. They're just amazing. And, yeah, we would just like sit in the chair and and they would just do me up. And it was, you know, it was actually really cool. I learned, I actually took a, a lot away from the Anna Nicole movie. Like I became a little bit more feminine afterwards and like did my hair a little bit more and, you know, put a little bit more makeup on and all that kind of stuff. Um, because I learned so much from those, those people and just working on that movie. But it was really, it was really, it was really crazy. Like it was, it was um challenging but then also like super rewarding like adam goldberg was like hilarious great, like one yeah. of the best one of the best co-stars to have man he fucking had me laughing crying laughing every single day like just he's so hilarious um and he brought such a cool like um energy to that role um he was great and then carrie elwes yeah who i've worked with i think twice before that I want to say once before that for sure, but I think twice. And he actually surprised me. I was like sitting in the makeup trailer one day and he was supposed to be, that character was supposed to be working and they like kept who it was from me. And I wasn't really like paying that much attention, but he like came into the trailer, the makeup trailer and he was like, Hey, and I was just like, no way, Gary, <laughs> like such a sweetheart, like such a good guy. Um, and we had a blast. He worked a couple days. I think it was like a couple days or a week or something like that. But he was so cool. And, you know, it's just such a cool cast. Like, it was Virginia Madsen was like, yeah. you know, hella cool. Everybody was so, it was such a, like, great Martin Landau. I mean, that was, like, trippy, too, <laughs> like, working with him. And it was, the whole thing was just totally crazy. But I loved how it came out. Me and the director did not see eye to eye. Um, we respected each other. But I feel like she comes from a different world of acting. Like she, um, I'm not big on like rehearsals, like, cause I just like, I'm, I'm, I just like to get into it or like, you know, if I do do a rehearsal, it's just the dialogue. I hate like getting into character, like in rehearsal, I'm yeah. like, save that for the take, you know? Yeah. And she's the total opposite. She like wants to see the fucking scene, like, you know, 110% uh... like in rehearsals. And so it would be like, you know, and playing Anna especially was so, it took so much energy out of me because it was constantly like, 
you know, worrying about your looks and nah, 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 nah. Yeah. and it was just like to do that in rehearsals as well as like when I do the take, I was like, dude, I can't, you know, I can't do that for you. And she, her and I did not see eye to eye with that, but yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. I was, I'm so like proud of the movie and I, I think it turned out pretty awesome. No, that's cool. What kind yeah. of research you did you? Cause I was trying to think of it like what I think of what's interesting about her. Cause she passed away in 2007, but she was like yeah. the early like reality. Cause she had the show on E I think, or right. Yes. So that was like good probably yes. to go back to, but did you talk to people that knew her or anything like that? Like when researching the role? <clears throat> no. Um, no, they, I don't even remember if they tried to like reach out to anybody. All I know is that I got like this box sent to my apartment in LA of just like binders and pictures and magazines, like all this stuff on Anna. And um, it was crazy. It was really crazy going through her life because, you know, when I was younger, you know, like even in my teens, I like never, I always looked at chicks like that and I'm like, ew, you know, like that's so gross. You know, <laughs> like I, I hate that like over sexy thing and that's like all you have and you know you're just beautiful and whatever and and then just you know actually like when you grow up and realize like you know that these people were like going through so much and just you know the hardships and the relationships and you know Hollywood is really like the limelight I would say is really tricky like if you don't have if you don't have like a strong sense of self and if you don't have like like a concrete, you know, idea of who you are as a person, like it can fucking destroy you. And I feel like there's a lot of actors that I've even nowadays, like everybody's passing away and I'm just like, what the yeah. fuck? Like overdoses or mysterious deaths and all this stuff. And it's just, I'm so happy to be here in Hawaii, to be honest, yeah. because I think I came at a perfect time in my life and just to raise my kids and actually have like some sense of like normal, you know, life because you know as I was like reading all this stuff about Anna I was like man I, I almost felt like defensive for her I was like man why did she why did she talk to this asshole like why was this person in her life why did she why didn't she get rid of him like why did she do this and you know it's it's always like searching for the next thing and wanting to be popular wanting to be wanted and growing up you know she had like you know a horrible kind of childhood and you know like her mom is, you know, wasn't the best. And so I related a lot to that. And when you don't know all about a person, you know, you just see her in the limelight and doing all this crazy shit. It's like so easy. Like the first per question that people would ask me after I did Anna Nicole was like, oh, so what do you think? Did she like marry him for the money? Like, I mean, da, 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 like all this stuff. And I'm just like, you know, like even if she did, yeah. like that's her fucking life. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's been through so much. Like, fuck it. Like if she, you know, if, People always look at the girl when it comes to that. They're never like, oh, you know, he just married her because she's I know, beautiful. right? Yeah, they, there's a yeah, double standard all like the time. Girl. I know. I've said this yeah, so many times. So like, if a girl, if a guy goes on a vacation and he gets back and he's like, guys, I hooked up with five girls. Everybody's like, yeah. But if a girl yeah. goes on vacation and it's like, oh, I hooked up with five guys. It's like, oh, you're, oh. <laughs> And it's like such yeah, a weird, it's like this weird thing in society and it's sad that we're still in like, 
you know, we're 2023 and like, there's still like these weird dubbers. Like my daughter's in preschool and she comes home and I think it's just something that's so ingrained in everyone. And she's like, well, yeah. only boys can be doctors and stuff like that. I'm like, no, that's what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but that's, you know, I think it's like, nor I think it's normal when you're like growing yeah. up, and it's, you know, I mean, I, I think there is a big difference between girls and guys, but it's like, you know, like, cause my daughter's super, and I was super like girly and I wanted frou-frou dresses when I was younger and stuff. Yeah. And my daughter is super, she's four too. She's oh, okay. in preschool too. And she's like the girliest of girls. Like, oh my God, it's, you know, she has to put a dress on <laughs> and mom can you do my hair. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, you know, because I'm not like that. I'm yeah. like, and she doesn't watch like any, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it's the girliness, but no, but with Anna, it was, it was like, she just, you know, I just felt so after like, like doing this research on her and like, you know, kind of talking to Mary about it and everybody, I was like, man, like what a, what a life, you know, what a life, like it's, it's hard. And it's, it goes back to like, you know, I, I, so I did a movie called Blood and Chocolate. Um, I was 20, I think I turned 21, um, while we were shooting or just before we were shooting. No, I think it was while shooting, but, um, that was like my first lead role in a big movie. So it was for, I believe it was MGM um, oh, wow. and Castle Rock. Nice. And it was like a huge, huge thing. Um, and I was the it girl at the time. I was, that's what they called me, the it girl, the new it girl, um, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. Cause I, I look back now and it's like, it's just so crazy. But anyway, when I was doing that movie, we started shooting and, I think it was like a week or a week and a half into the, into filming. Um, the director came to my trailer and she like walks in and she was like, you know, Agnes, um, we need like to discuss something. And I was like, okay. And the producer came in. Um, his name is Hawk. Hawk. Nice. And let me just tell you. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> Hawk. Um, my dad ended up calling him Hawk the cock. because <laughs> He was just, yeah. Anyway, no, but they came in, they were like, you know, we, we, we've seen the, you know, LA has seen the, um, cause we shot in Romania. We've seen the, you know, the dailies and, you know, we're, we're going to need you to lose some weight. And I was oh, like, what? I was like, I, I was 20 at the time. I mean, I wasn't like in sick shape, but I was like in pretty decent shape. And I just remember being like totally caught off guard. I was like, are you like, and also feeling just like, such shame, you know, like, oh my God, I'm yeah. fat. Oh, and I was like, well, what, what are we going to do? Like, how long do I have? And they're like, they're like, like a week, five days to a week. I'm like, to do what? And yeah. they're like, lose weight. And I'm like, how? Like, and how much weight? And they were like, I think it was like 15, 20 pounds or something like that. And I'm like, in a week? Like, what do you want me to do? Start chopping off like this yeah, in my body? Yeah, yeah. It was so wild, but I remember, I, and I was heated, and I was so upset, um, but I stuck up for myself, and I was very, like, not defiant. I, like, ended up losing weight, but not, you know, as crazy as they yeah, made yeah, yeah. out to be, like, that I have. But, and I did it, you know, because it's, you know, it's my job, and I understand, but in that moment when I found that out, like, that first day, I was so hurt, you know, like, when you, like, are working and you get this huge job and, you know, this is your chance and you're, like, in it and doing it and you think you're doing well and then to be hit with something like that, especially as a female, I feel like, in this business is, oh, like, yeah. so, like, it could be so soul-crushing. Soul and, yeah, and I just remember, like, I always go back to that because I've, like, 
you know, managed to stay somewhat sane, you know, not on drugs and like not going fucking out of my mind crazy. Like, you know, like Anna, you know, and, but those are like the things that happen that a lot of people don't know about, or they don't think about, you know, like those little situations that like really can hurt somebody. If you're not, like I said, like concrete in who you are. Yeah, I was always, my mom always like raised me in a sense that like, if I didn't get an audition, she'd be like, fuck them. You're going to get something better. You know, that's their loss. Yeah. So I, I never was like the type of person to like, really like be upset if I didn't get something like, I'd be like upset about it if it, I really wanted it, but I wouldn't dwell on it or it wouldn't hurt me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cool poster. I, I hope like you have that poster of, no. somewhere. That's a rad poster for blood and chocolate. Uh, blood and chocolate. It's really cool. Yeah. I have. Yeah, I have a, I think I have the big version of that. That's and then I sweet. have some like smaller ones, but yeah, that was like super, that was super badass. Yeah, that is really cool. But, yeah, but when it, honestly, like the, I helped this actor, this guy, Larry Hankin, big time character actor. He's like a million things, but he told me he would like, when he was starting acting and he's like, I would know these girls that were actresses that are in their thirties and 35. And I don't know where they'd be like, okay, you're the TV mom now. And then once they played TV mom once in the seventies and eighties, they were gone forever. And he, that was his fear. <laughs> he had a, he, I, when I helped him write his book, he has a whole chapter. That's about like fear of becoming a TV dad. So then he started playing homeless. Cause he said he'd rather be homeless, a homeless guy <laughs> than a dad because homeless guys, you can, but it was like so ridiculous, but that's, that's what Hollywood is. You know, you see, you watch yeah. movie nowadays. It's like, okay. Like I get like maybe Tom Cruise, the girl that's into Tom Cruise is like 30 years younger. That's the way Hollywood's always been. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's the thing, like, you know, because I even, the the new Top, uh, what is it called? Top Gun Maverick or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, it was a great movie. I fucking love the movie. I think it's, I really like it. Um, but it was so funny that it's Jennifer Connelly and it I <laughs> actually looked up. The, you know, the actress that played the, in the original. Yeah, and I, mean, I should know her name. I love her, yeah. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, and that's how it is. And it's, it's, you know, there's, it's, it's such a weird business. Like there's so many ups and there's so many downs and there's such like weird stuff that goes on. And especially now, like it's become so, so much politics in it and it's just race and politics. And I, that's another big reason I came um, back to Hawaii after I had my son yeah. is because it like, that, like the BLM and the the race thing like really got big in Hollywood right around the time my son was like six months to one years old and I was auditioning for things and they were like great I mean because you know I've been in this I've been doing it since I was 11 I'm 38 and yeah. before my son I was you know 29 30 and I've been doing it for so long and so casting directors know me um you know agents know me and they would be, you know, we, we love her. We, you know, we, you know, we love Agnes. Like she's great, but you know, we have a quota. We got to get, you know, a Spanish person, a black person, a Canadian. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like what happened to just, if you're good at the part and it's what they want, you get it. You know what I mean? It's so strange. Yeah, I know. It's like, they need. Yeah, no, it's one so of those things sad. like they almost, you know what it is? It, it is definitely sad that it's like, they're forcing like, Hey, you should do this. But I think what ruined it was like the early Hollywood days when it'd be like, you know, we're not going to have any of those other people in these movies. It's so funny when you watch older movies and it's like, even in 80s movies, I've interviewed like African-American actors and they're like, I had to like almost stop acting for a little bit because they were only letting me play like the thug or gang member. And he's like, dude, I am like Shakespeare trained. 
but they wouldn't, there was no role <laughs> roles for that. It's so it's like this yeah. weird, like balance. And it just thinks that we're living in what was caused by maybe the early days. Yeah. Well, it's all like, you know, it's all um like, what is it called? Like polar it's polarization. Yeah. It's like, you know, we don't, okay. We don't have enough like black people or like colored people in the, in the, in the industry or, you know, like, Indians or whatever like race and and just and then it comes you know it gets into like backgrounds of these people and then it turns into something else and something else and so now we're gonna boycott Oscars and you know no one go and then it's like you know what I mean but back in the day it was the opposite and it's just it's yeah it's hard to yeah it doesn't belong I just it's like all of that shit needs to get out of Hollywood like Hollywood is like leave Hollywood to like entertainment and like you know movie stars and entertainment and fun and like creating not this world that like doesn't you know what I mean it doesn't have anything to do with it I just it's gotten so like cluttered with that so I don't know it's I'm just now like I feel like in the past like year I've been like you know all right this is you know still what I love to do and I really want to like try to get back to it because you know having a kid obviously like (laughs) unless you're you know Julia Roberts it's like (laughs) you're gonna be out for some time Mm -hmm. um so, and I was, and I wanted to, you know, be, um, I wanted to be present with my kids. I didn't like, I've never had like a nanny. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think the longest I've been away from my daughter is like, cause she was born like right before COVID. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, same with, yeah. So our, yeah, our kids so, are like the same. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I haven't been away from her for like, you know, I think I just w- went to Spain to do, um, a small project oh, not cool. too long ago. And I was there for like 10 days. And that's like the longest I've been yeah. from her. But I wanted to be a mom like so bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I just, I, I don't like, I don't regret like, you know, doing that. And especially I wanted to be like a young mom. I didn't, there was no chance in hell. I mean, I'm 38 now. Like, I don't know how these fucking chicks do it uh, when they're like 45 and having a kid. Like Naomi Campbell just had a baby. I'm like, insane. what? Yeah, I just can't. I'm like, I... Oh my God, I can barely, like, when I get up, I have to, like, stretch, you know, I'm starting to, like, crack here and there. (laughs) No, a drop off. There's some moms and dads that I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if you're the grandpa or the grandma, or maybe you are the mom and dad because people have kids at all ages. But no, I hear you. Like, it's hard to, you always want, like, I purposely got a job working from home because I always want to be around them. So and then yeah. I totally, I totally, we went to Nashville last month and that was like the longest we were away from our kids for like four days <laughs> at the most, but now I feel you. No, it's hard. And, and it's like one of those things is like, Oh, but I, I'm going to have to be on set, you know, but uh, yeah, it's cool that you have all those other experiences to like go back to, but like, are these things on IMDb? I, Cause IMDb is never right. But like Reaper's night or like the roots, are they even real projects that you're really attached to? Or did somebody just like put you on them at all? So, um, the roots is the project I did in Spain. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. So that is, that is like already done. Um, it's, it's a smaller part, but it's, it's a really cool film and I just, um, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be really cool. It's like a thriller drama, a little comedy in there. It's, it's, it's really cool. cool. Um, and then, yeah, but I don't think I, cause the, the director is just had a kid or is going to have a kid soon. So I don't think he's, cause he's also the editor. I don't think he's going to be, um, 
<laughs> quick to yeah, yeah. leave his newborn baby anytime soon. Yeah, so that's yeah. going to be like sometime mm-hmm. like later next year, I think. But um, uh, Reaper's Night is, it's still like up in the air. That, um, yeah, it happened like, um, I got involved with it like a while ago now. It was like a year ago and it was supposed to happen back then. And then the strike happened. So it was like put on hold. Um, but definitely, you know, might happen. There's a lot of people attached. Like usually a lot of times there's maybe like a couple people, but it's like Christy Swanson, Dante Basco, Zach Galligan, Kendra Wilkinson has a role as cocktail waitress, which yeah, maybe. Yeah. So (laughs) I, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely on there and we're definitely in talks. I think that, um, it's like, I haven't actually like talked to anybody from production in a while because the strike happened and it was kind of like everything was put on hold. So we have to get back into it, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool movie. It's definitely horror. Um, and it's like, it's, it's fun. It's, it's like a fun horror movie. Yeah. So I, (laughs) I read the script a long time ago. I'm pretty (laughs) sure there's been like a lot of changes and stuff. It's, yeah, it's been so between COVID and then the strike, it's just been like, oh my goodness, can we please just get back to some sort of normalcy? Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but finally it's, you know, I just talked to my manager the other day and um, he was like, you know, it, it looks, it's looking good. It's looking positive. Sweet. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, other stuff is going to come up. And um, I think the the wheels are just starting to like turn now with auditions and stuff like that. But yeah. We'll see. That's we'll cool. see what the future holds. No, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, so what I always like to ask people at the end, because I think it's always, because when you're in the moment, like especially when you're a kid, you're acting and on all these movies, did you ever keep any mementos from set? Like scripts, wardrobe, like you said, you mentioned the chair you had in uh, you know, Glass House. Did you keep anything? Yeah. So I kept a lot of chair backs. Oh, cool. um, so not the actual chairs, but yeah, they, cause they never gave you the chairs. They just gave you the, like the seat back that has like your name or the movie's name. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I have like venom. I have, uh, uh, blood and chocolate, um, vacancy. I think I have, I think I have like four or five. So I kept four or five of those, That's cool. um, clothes, clothes and like, and boots and stuff because, I'm not like a fashionable person. So when I would like work on these projects, like I'd be like, man, these fucking boots are cool. I'm like, I, you know, I'm not like a shopper or like anything like that. So I would always be like, can I buy these? And they'd be like half the time they give it to you. And then the other half, like you have to pay for it. But clothes, um, chair backs, I got for blood and chocolate. I got a, like, it's a script holder. It's like a leather script holder. I still have that. I was actually thinking about giving it to um, somebody recently. And then I was like, I can't, I don't want to like, like, yeah. I remember, I remember it being such a big deal. Cause it says like blood and chocolate. And I think it says my name. And then in, in the inside, it's like all like nice. And there's like a little like bookmarker thing. Um, so I have that. Um, I also got a really cool, like parting gift from, for blood and chocolate. Oh, like cool. I got this, um, nice little like watch that you know the producer gave me um but yeah I don't know I think that's it I have like a whole box I mean I have so much I did one convention um a couple years ago it was like a horror fest convention I forget what it's called it's for charity it was really cool cool. um and uh I got to like I have all these like 
um, pictures from like, like, you know, movies and then just like Anna Nicole pictures that we did, um, as Anna Nicole. Um, yeah, I have a bunch of Anna Nicole DVDs. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Still all wrapped up. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, It's so hard. I always ask people and sometimes people are like, I didn't really think of it at the time, you know, cause you're like, it's like a little summer vacation or like, uh, cause all, all people, if you're filming on a location, you're like stuck with people, you get to meet people and like, that's who, you know, like that's your family for that long. But I asked, uh, this guy, yeah. Stuart Pank and I go, do you ever keep anything? He goes, I always keep the scripts. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty cool. I'm like, what do you do with them? And he looked over to the left and he goes, if I open that closet right now, they might fall down. He goes, I don't know why I kept them. <laughs> Uh, and then other people do some cool things. Like this one guy was really awesome. He would like, at the end, he was a camera operator. He would ask people to sign one of the slates, which is like so smart to think to oh, do. Badass. So it's like one of those yeah. things like, Hey, maybe if I think about it, but, uh, no, that's pretty neat that you kept something. Yeah, no, I, I definitely like a couple of the chairs. I think it's because I like worked with somebody and I seen them do it. Oh, and yeah. then, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, that sounds like fun, but. I just never, it's like you said, we become a little family and especially like back in the day when like, you know, like blood and chocolate took us like four months. Like there was one month of like wolf camp and then three months of shooting. And then, you know, everything was like, you know, at least a month that you're with these people pretty much 24 hours a day. And it was that, that's the thing that I love about it. It's like the experience, the fun, and then like going out and drinking afterwards and like, you know, just all that kind of stuff is like so fun to me because it like I think it comes from just not having like sleepovers and like hanging out when you're younger, you know, and it was like, oh, OK, well, we're all together now. We're all friends. Let's party yeah. you know, and have fun. So and I did a lot of like I've done a lot of movies where it was like a, you know, big cast of like younger people. So we would always I mean, I just remember like, yeah, um, what was the um, kill theory? I did this movie called Kill Theory it was called something else at the time. Um, but that movie, like we shot in Louisiana and it was in a, we stayed at like a motel six or something, not a motel six, just like low end fucking like motel, hotel, whatever. And across the street, there was like one of those mega massive Walmarts that has like a McDonald's inside (laughs) and shit. And we would literally like take our per diem. We'd have like 50, 60 bucks and we'd just like go to Walmart and we got all this crap to like (laughs) decorate our rooms and like Christmas lights and. I, we were like 22, 23 or something like that. And we were just like, you know, Bacardi and Diet Cokes because there's nice. no calories, guys. Yeah, and yeah. It was so, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, I always take away. Like those memories and those stories and, you know, all that in the moment stuff is just the best. No, I agree. So I'm not, I, yeah. I, I'm not really like, I'm not a keepsake person. And I don't really like, I have a few things that have, you know, especially with my kids, but with me, um, I, I just like, I, I'm not, I've never really been like that. I, I don't have tchotchkes. I like declutter the house like every month. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, but I have some stuff. Yeah. No, that's yeah, mainly memories. No, the memories are good yeah. because you know, like you said, you didn't get just due to like being a, you know, acting as a child and moving around. Yeah. So you didn't experience those things, but you know what? It, it doesn't matter when you experience, you got the opportunity to do that, which is pretty neat. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I'm very fortunate, like, to have the career that I have so far. And hopefully, you know, I mean, we'll see where where it goes from here. Um, yeah, I'm excited about the future. I think that it's, you know, I know that something good is going to come along. And, you know, 
I'm, I'm excited. And until then I'll do, you know, little things here and there, but, um, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Let's see. This has been a lot of fun. No. And yeah. I think, I think you're funny. So you should do, I think comedy is <laughs> on your horizons because that'd be good. Cause you've done obviously the horror yeah. movies and you, and you know, to tap into those things, but, uh, Hey, whatever, whatever yeah. comes your way. Uh, I'm sure you'll knock it whatever out Whatever comes my way. I've always been like that. You know, I mean, I put something in my head, like I would love to do action stuff just because I think it's so yeah. badass. And I just, I want to, at one point in my life, do one movie where I'm like, it's like Laura Croft, where I get to do like stunts <laughs> yeah. and you know what I mean? Like, I just think that that's so cool. Or even like, you know, it's so funny. I think this is the point I was trying to get to earlier, but I never got there was, you know, like Vin Diesel and um, The Rock yeah. and all these guys that, you know, they, they do these movies where it's like, you know, they're just typical Joes. But they just, you know, have, are just so badass and they end up, you know, killing 50 people and whatever, but they, you know, start out in prison and somebody killed them like, or their family or whatever. And I just never seen like a girl version of that. So I'm just, Oh, so it's curious, very rare. Like, I don't know why. Like peppermint was like one of the rare ones, like vigilante with, uh, uh, Jennifer Garner, she did one that it was like a vigilante yeah. type of movie. But no, there's not enough of it. But that could be you. You no, could, uh... I mean, yeah. I just I'm putting my energy into like that area because I just I'm I'm so curious as to and I think nowadays with like you know pro women movement and all this stuff, I think that like it would be a lot more accepted because I think back in the day it was like you know no action is for you know for the dudes. Um, but I think, I don't know. I think that that's something that I would be really into. But like I said, I've, I've said this kind of stuff and then I'll get a script and I'm like, you know, it's completely different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. You know, you never know what's going to come your way, but you can just put it out there that that's, you know, that's what I want coming my way. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, this has been awesome. Uh, enjoy the Hawaii weather. And this will probably be out in like a month or two and I'll, I'll shoot you a link. I'll edit it and make it sound amazing and uh thanks so much for taking the time agnes i appreciate it yeah no thanks for reaching out and this was really fun i appreciate you wasn't agnes great you know like i mentioned in the beginning you know having kids and there's like that balance in life and uh that's what we were talking about but man she does have that passion she loves loves acting you can tell when she's reminiscing, and I think that's so great about how important the arts are and just being creative, no matter what you are, you know, I'm an accountant, you know, Jamie's a recruiter, you know, but, but it's all about your, you're having this opportunity to expand your brain and create and put something out there, which is scary. You know, the, you know, the, her horrible story about, you know, what happened to her, you know, the double standards in Hollywood and, you know, talking about, so, hey, we need you to lose some weight. That's not really cool. That really, there's never been a time that I've watched a movie and I said, you know what? Add 20 pounds or add, who does that? That's this terrible double standard. But hopefully those things have changed a bit. You know, it wasn't that long ago. But hopefully she gets that opportunity to be that badass Angelina Jolie action star when uh, she gets back into it. Because, man. She's great. You can tell how much she loves what she does and how great, you know, she went through the soap opera at a young age, which is like boot camp for actors. So I don't know what else to say. I wish her the best of luck. And now your homework is to watch vacancy Two, the first cut. You can see Agnes is the final girl. Really cool scene that we talked about a little bit. Uh, uh, they did a really good burn in this movie. Uh, it was, uh, it was pretty, it was long, so it was pretty neat, and it didn't look like CG at all. 
Yeah, so it should be pretty cool. Reminiscent of the first one for the parts that I watched, I, I like to want, do that one straight viewing, so it's all fresh in my mind, so when me and Jamie do the review and talk about it, and ask a lot of important questions, you know, like we always do. But uh, yeah, so don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast, follow us on all social media at Sequels Only, and don't forget to check out our website, SequelsOnly.com. Good night. Good night. Good night, guys.